Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Heart of Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Desiree Siegfried, and I am just so excited to have you here today. I know I have been a little MIA, just so busy with my new book launch, The Road to Roses. So if you haven't yet pre-ordered, head over now to DesireeSiegfried.com to pick up your copy available June 22nd, you guys, in just a week or so. Um, I'm so excited to share my life story along with so many pieces of hope and encouragement and um, how to stay strong when life doesn't go as planned. So pick up your copy and when you pre-order right now, you also get a downloadable version of a poetry book of all the poems I wrote that correlate with each chapter. So definitely head to DesireeSiegfried.com to check that out and put in your information to get that downloadable. Also, you can start reading chapter one. So head over there, get started. And I am so, so thankful, so grateful for all of you who have pre-ordered or if you're going to order on the launch day, I appreciate you. And just thank you for tuning in and helping a sister out. <laughs> so today I am so, so excited because I have Becky Thompson and Mark Pitts. They are a daughter-father duo, and they wrote this incredible devotional called Midnight Dad Devotional that's for all of the dads in our lives. So if you are married, then this is definitely for you. Um, Father's Day is just around the corner. It is in two weeks. Well, I mean, I guess technically in one weekend, so you've got to pick it up. You can head to Amazon right now. I will also link it in the podcast notes so that you can go ahead and get their devotional. But tune in as we chat about their their inspiration for writing the book, their relationship, what it means to be a dad, and how we can encourage the dads in our life. So thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Welcome, Becky and Mark, to the podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you on. Thank Rightful. you so much for having us. We're, we're, Thank you. We're trying not to talk over each other the whole podcast, but we both are very eager about this conversation. I'm really and the excited broken. to talk to you, especially with Father's Day right around the corner. And this is actually something that's also been on my heart because of just seeing Chris grow in his faith and being able to watch how he kind of identifies him, you know, his role in the house and really seeking the Lord. So I'm so excited to talk more about your new devotional midnight dad, but I always love to go back to the beginning. So I always love to talk about how it all started. History. Yeah. And I know Becky, you first started midnight mom so how did, how did that happen? Yeah, well, I love I love a good Genesis story too. Like, where did this all begin? How did you get <laughs> into writing a book called Midnight Dad? What does that even mean? That's right. So um, I I was an author first um, before the Midnight Mom community was created, and now there is there's a whole community that the books have come from. So back in the beginning, I was a young mom raising little kids and felt really overwhelmed in my role of being a mom and started to write about it. It led to the opportunity to write books. And I also had this great online following of people, moms specifically, who were in the same space of motherhood that I was in. So as I had my youngest son, his name is Jackson, he's six now, I would be up in the middle of the night feeding him and I would just feel so alone and so lonely, but I had this great community of women already online. 
And so what I did was I would post this little thing called the Midnight Mom Devotional on Facebook. And it was like a check-in where moms could say why they were awake. Maybe they were waiting for a teenager to come home or they were worried or, you know, maybe they were up like me feeding their baby. And, um, and each night moms would check in and say, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm facing. Pray for me. I'm, you know, moms are usually up in the middle of the night needing prayer. Like rarely are moms up in the middle of the night. Like I just wanted to get some laundry done. I mean, I'll be honest. Sometimes I do that, but anyway. Okay. So back to the story. Um, I was, you know, moms needed prayer. So I asked my own mom, mom, will you come help me pray for these women? There are thousands of them checking in each night. What am I supposed to do with this? And then we decided, you know what, this needs its own space to grow. So the Midnight Mom devotional community of its own was founded. And each night we pray for a different mom. Well, after a couple of years of praying for moms, you know, maybe the mom of a newborn, maybe the mom of the teenager, the dads were like, Hey, what about us? You know? And the wives were like, what about my husband? He needs encouragement too. And so then naturally the midnight dad devotional. I love that. I just love how naturally it progressed and how, I mean, I am all, I love prayer and I believe in the power of prayer. And I believe that, I mean, it does help and it does work. So I love all of that. I'm like, sign me up. I'm going to be all over that midnight mom. (laughs) We love it. And Chris can be all over the midnight dad. So I'd love to pray with, with you guys and all that, but yes, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm like those moms. I want my husband to get encouragement and be fueled because you know, moms, there's so many mom groups. There's so many, there's different, there's a lot of support for moms and we tend to disclude or just not include dads in that spectrum. And they have a very hard time, like, because they don't get to communicate how they're feeling all the time. And, um, so I'm, I'm really happy that you guys did this. So Mark, tell me, how did it come about? Did you have the idea or did your daughter? <laughs> uh, actually, I did. Um, we all uh, we all sort of, well, we all began to understand. We were getting messages. That's just <laughs> the truth of it is that we were getting messages. Uh, what about my husband? What about my, you know, my dad? You know, a significant other in my life um, uh, needs encouragement. Where is he going to go? Uh, but I began to look at uh, the Midnight Moms, and just as you were saying, as Becky was saying, that you know she's worrying about uh, how she's going to get all this done and all the different things that she has to go through every single day. And I'm looking at the dads. I'm thinking about a dad as myself, thinking about it. I'm going to have to get up tomorrow morning, and I'm going to have to. You fill in the blank. I'm going to have to. I have many things to do. I do not have time to what you know the things that are going on right now. I'm looking forward into the future. I'm looking what t- tomorrow is going to bring, and I'm going to need some encouragement. I'm going to need some wisdom. I'm going to need some. How am I going to do this word to help me get this what I need to do done? Lord, help me. And the Midnight Dad devotional then came up to tell the dad, "You're going to make it tomorrow." As long as you keep keep putting one foot in front of the other, you're going to be just fine. Turn to me. I will give you strength. I will give you provision. I will give you peace and everything's going to be okay. And that's where the Midnight Dad devotional went off. And that's where it is right now. That's so good. I love it so much. It's such going to be such an encouragement. And you're so right. Even just when I'm thinking about Chris or my own dad, it's like men tend to think all future, (laughs) like all future. And so, but that also causes a lot of head space, you know, it's like a lot of stress and a lot of worry and a lot of overwhelm because they're constantly thinking about the future. So even from my own experience with Chris is like, you know, having the day-to-day can be very stressful because they're thinking over here, but then there's just 
chaos really with mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. um going on and so there's no order and there's no um there's you know there's just all, all of you. Us, we hear you yeah absolutely <laughs> all of us have our own day-to-day dads have a day-to-day moms have a day-to-day however whatever the family relationship looks like they all have their own day-to-day but then they but then they return or perhaps retreat to their family life and their day-to-day then doesn't stop. And a dad's day-to-day is taking care of his family and he's looking forward to tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Mom is still, I'm just saying, mom may be changing diapers, maybe worrying about getting these things done, whatever to, whatever, helping, helping uh, Susie with her homework. Dad's (laughs) going to be involved in that, but he's looking out for his family as a whole. So he's looking out till tomorrow. I love that. And so, so the book is Midnight Dad and it's, is is it a hundred devotionals? Yes, it is. hundred devotionals. That's right. And what's so cool and um, the way we wrote them is that they're all designed to connect dad to their ultimate source of strength, which is the heavenly father. You know, one of the things I love that my dad talks about, and so I always try to prompt him if we get to have a conversation like this and say, talk about that. I love it when you talk about that, is that, um, you know, there is a difference between parenting and fathering. There's a difference between discipline and this is the guy who makes the rules and this is the guy that I know and I love. And so, you know, as, as we wrote these devotions together, I really let dad spearhead a lot of, this is what the dad is. I am not a dad, so I don't know what the dad goes through. So he's like, this is the wisdom we're going to share. And so I brought some of my writing experience into it, but really it's the heart of their heavenly father saying, come and know me as a dad so that you can then turn and love your family as a father. I love that so much. And also because, you know, there's a lot of brokenness in people in general. And so a lot of times men or women, but if we're, since we're talking about dads may not have a relationship with their father. And so, or maybe it's a broken relationship. So sometimes it's hard to feel the love of our heavenly father. And so I think this is so great too, to be a a stepping stone to like feeling the love and knowing the love of God and, and being able to take that and, and, and emulate that to their family. So I think that's so beautiful. And that's exactly right. And I think that that's really very important. And, and sometimes even men, men with, with, with a, uh, a present father, a present dad, um, still needs, still needs to be able to connect to his heavenly father, uh, because um, Papa in our world, that's me, uh, Papa may be a great guy, but dad uh, is going to be, needs to know and understand his own relationship with his heavenly father, because really Papa's not around every day, but dad is usually. And so they're going to see their dad talking to or having a relationship with his heavenly father. Mm -hmm. And he's then going to be able to show them how they can have a relationship with that same heavenly father. Yes, absolutely. That's so good. And that's why this is such a, it's a multi-generational book. You know, dad is, 
you know, he's got grown children. He's got grandkids that aren't tinies anymore. I mean, he's, he's speaking into fatherhood, not just looking back, but saying, Hey, we never stop being dads. We never stop fathering. We never quit in this role. So we kind of always like to point out, Hey, it's called midnight dad devotional, but we know you're probably not up at midnight. We know that you (laughs) might, you might have midnight worries, right? Like that's the part that relates to the dad here, but we get it that, you know, you're up in the morning, first thing you're heading out the door, or you're logging in online, or you're doing whatever it is in your world that looks like dedicated love and you're showing up for your family and it doesn't stop. It just, yeah. it never stops no matter how old your good. kids are. Yeah. And the devotional allows them to really continue to put God first. You know, it will be a great reminder of, Oh, I'm putting God first. Cause you know, our minds just take off and then we're on our day to day. So I just think it's so, right. Absolutely, I think our day to day, day to day is uh, is is uh, is a struggle. Uh, yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy for mom. It's not easy for a dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the dad still needs to be able to step out and step into the presence of God, mm-hmm. and allow that space. Allow him to have that his own space. He's got to have it, or he can't share it. To yeah, have that good. own, have that own, have his own space with God, so that then he can portray yeah. what being a dad is really all about, what being a father is really all, really all about. We talk a little bit about the difference between parenting and fatherhood, and we said mm-hmm. it just a little bit, a, yeah. a bit ago, between parenting and fatherhood. Parenting is tasks, fatherhood is relationship, mm-hmm. and we want the father, the dad to experience the full relationship with his heavenly father so that he can portray again, portray that relationship to his own children. Yeah, absolutely. That's so beautiful. Um, as you guys were writing this, what was some of the, especially Mark, you, I guess, what were some of the things you were trying to speak into? I guess you were saying like, you know, the stresses or thinking about the future or, you know, what other types of, um, struggles were you trying to speak into for dads? Uh, I'm a dad. Yeah. And so I wanted to express to the men, dads, uh, to, to the dads, their fatherhood, again, their fatherhood. It's a role. So all of the things that God spoke, speaks to us, the dad must be able to where he must be able to experience himself. God is a protector. Dad must be a protector. God is a provider. Dad must be a provider. God uh, uh, cares for us. Uh, Cast all your cares on him for he cares for you. God is that supernatural provision for the dad. So then what we looked for were those instances in the book where God spoke to different men in scripture, those concepts. Then when the dad, our reader looks at that and he can see, I've experienced that. I know what that feels like. I'm in scripture. This person in scripture had an experience with his heavenly father. That could be me. It might not have been Gideon hiding someplace and hoping to be uh, and hoping to be able to uh, come out and all, all shiny and new with what God was going to provide for him. Dads don't think about that. They're just going to get ready tomorrow, and they're going to do the very same thing they did today, and they're going to do it better than they did today. God is going to make it possible for them to do that. And when they see men succeeding, when they see uh, men and women succeeding in Scripture, they know they can. Mm-hmm. 
because yeah. God made it possible for them to do that. I love that. And we didn't go into your background, but you are a Bible teacher. Is that correct? In yes. Yes. For a number of years. Um, I was an attorney for a number of years and, uh, and uh, began, uh, just realized that uh, uh, being a pastor and, and uh, being a, uh, a spiritual mentor to um, uh, men and women, uh, made it uh, was more of what God was calling me to be, and I've been a Bible teacher now for longer than Becky's been alive, That's and right. uh, <laughs> and so and so and it's important to me in in the the prayers of the of the Midnight Day devotional that go on nightly. It's important to me that men understand that they that God wants to have a relationship with them, yeah. and so and so that's what I teach that God sent our, his son, Jesus Christ, that we could have a relationship through, through him to our heavenly father, and that he would provide everything that we need. And that when we understand that God will, that the dad can step up and say, thank you, Lord, for everything you've given me. And that's the teaching that I have uh, uh, lived my life for uh, many years. I love that. So working together, how was that? I can just see the, like, the love and Becky's just so proud when you speak. It's just really adorable. It's so cute. And she's like, it's like she's like coaching you, but she's so proud of everything you're saying. So that's kind of feel good too as a dad. But how did it how did you guys work together to really put this put this all together? You go. So devotionals. I want to start because I have go. a fun story. The fun okay. story is this we have we had it in our heart to write this book. Um, for well over a year, like before we actually began the process of writing it and, you know, publication and that whole, the, the other side of that world, it takes time to get things approved and move on just with any other, you know, industry, but it took, it took a minute, but when it, we finally were contract and ready to start writing the book, we really wanted this out by father's day, because that is the time that moms look and women look at the men in their lives and go, Oh, what am I going to get him for father's day? You need to, I love you too. And so, you know, we wanted, we thought this is our chance, not, not because of book sales, but because we knew that this was an important message and we wanted it in the hands of as many men as we could get it. So, um, so when that happened, because of the way publication works, we had like a month to write this book together. Exactly. It was, but here's the thing, because dad, I'm just going to brag. I love him so much <laughs> because he's so seasoned in the word. He was like, I've got a hundred stories right off the top of my head of men who connected with God in scripture. And look, he provided, he cared, he comforted, he showed up, he was powerful. He was calm. He was all the things. So, so, um, cool. so it was really cool writing it together, but it was like a group effort. My mom was involved. We we actually wrote the midnight mom devotional together. So it's been really neat doing it with both, but uh, we're like all hands on deck. We're pouring into this book and then I'll share a little story. You can edit it out later if you want. Anyway, you can leave it in. Anyway. So (laughs) the story is that uh, when we finally got together, because we actually wrote this during the time of, of isolation, like pandemic separation. And we hadn't seen each other for almost a year. Uh, And we wrote it long distance. No, we don't. So I live in Nashville and dad actually lives in Oklahoma. Um, So we wrote it by Zoom, like um, actually just audio. We weren't even video. We just talked on the phone. Right. Um, Well, for a little Facebook Facebook page, but uh, Yeah. yeah. So 
when we finally got together, we were talking about one of the devotions that we had written and dad said, yeah, we wrote that devotion right over here. You mean your mom. And Aww. I was like, no, I, we have, this is the first time we've seen each other. What are you talking about? He's like, but you were there. And so we like just being on the phone together felt like we were getting to be together because we spent so much time working that even when we got back together, it was like, oh, we had, were we apart? I think we were apart. <laughs> so that. it was I really precious. Also something to continue to keep connecting throughout quarantine. Yeah. So that's beautiful too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So the book is, when is the release date and when can women start get, buying it for, oh, today, day. which is <laughs> April 27th. So yes. that's right. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, It is out. It is in the it's world. Out. It has been, it has wings. <laughs> I love that. Oh, how has it been? I bet it feels so good to get that out and to the, the, well, and now we've been, we have an opportunity to speak to the public and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and with podcasts such as yours and, and tell people about it. And we're blessed to be able to do that. But, uh, uh, after, after the, after the book, we were completed with the editing processes and the publication processes and so forth. Uh, everybody is moving to, uh, different works, different plans, different, uh, projects. So um, it's kind of, I'm jumping in. Cause here's the thing. Yeah. It sort of feels you finished it a while ago. And then on the day that it comes out, you're like, oh yeah, I did that. It was so good. It's so good. Now you get to be a part of it too. And yeah. so, yay. Um, so it kind of just feels like a Tuesday in some ways, yeah. you know, it's just so weird, yeah. but, um, but it's, it's still really special. Cause we know that like that book's arriving on doorsteps and over the next week, men are going to start opening it. And then we're just I excited. Think that's cool too. I think what's going to be even more amazing is when you start seeing the comments and the messages of men really being blessed by it and, and, you know, getting closer to God and, you know, yeah. being that, being the father that. One of the things that I, that I like to encourage, uh, because, uh, Becky and Susan went through this with the midnight moms was there was a lot of concern that the, that the, the prayer times every evening mm -hmm. would stop, uh, because you the mean book on was, the page. Like yes, on the on Facebook, Facebook page, because we are praying nightly. I got to, I got to leave that background. People don't know. We pray oh. nightly on the Facebook page. Sorry. And so there, so they might be like, wait, are you praying still on the Facebook page? So go ahead, go. You may yes. <laughs> so we're still praying on the Facebook page, even, even though the book is released today and is in stores everywhere, there will not be a, a, a there will not be a break of the midnight dad devotional prayers. Uh, nightly and everybody pretty much knows exactly when they come out because if they're very late i get messages about are you praying tonight yeah, but yes that. so, that's the opportunity i didn't realize that so you have the midnight mom prayer nightly prayer mm -hmm. and you also now have the midnight dad the midnight dad prayer was out was 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 functional for a long time before the book came out two years i think you had it going for two years yeah so there's 2019 200,000 men um, are a part of that online community on Facebook. Right. Oh, that's so good. I love that so much. Yeah. So I guess tell people they need to know. So for the <laughs> midnight mom prayer and the midnight dad prayer, what time does it do you pray? Uh, well, yeah. go ahead. Go it's 8 30. So it's kind of tricky because we're like, we're a midnight page, but also find oh. us at 8 30 PM central. That's so right. here's the, <laughs> that's the thought you can every night at 8 30 central, we post a prayer on the midnight mom page. And then also on the midnight dad devotional page 
for each little group for different needs. And they're entirely different than what are in the book. So the midnight mom devotional book is different than what's on the page and the midnight dad devotional um, prayer on the page is different than what's in the book. That's but, correct. Um, and, yeah. and much more. And of course, in the, in the uh, midnight dad devotionals, much more extensive, much more yeah. elaborate. Uh, it's not merely, I, I would say it would diminish my own, the prayers, but it's much <laughs> more uh, just a prayer. It is a, yeah. about a one page devotional and it includes the prayer. Then later on, there's a prayer after that, right. which the men will recognize if they're familiar with the page, they'll recognize the prayers, the, the, the look and the feel of, of what their prayers are. Uh, there's an op uh, also at the very end, there is an opportunity for the dad to keep thinking about um, what he's read. Uh, uh, throughout the week or how, until he reads the next one. There's only a hundred. There's a lot more days than that. And uh, the, the opportunity to continue what we call continuing the connection yeah, of yeah. for their uh, lives and for their understanding. Very short read, less than five, five minutes or less, uh, two facing pages, one after the other. And won't even have to turn a page in order to read it. Uh, that's yeah. that's it something. No, just right, just right there. <laughs> Open it and read it. But they can find us on Facebook um, at Midnight Mom Devotional or Midnight Dad Devotional. Um, midnightmomdevotional.com. We are very mm -hmm. easy. We're easy to find. We made it super simple. We named it all the same. So you wouldn't have any struggles. That's right. Are there any other books coming out? Any ideas rolling around? Uh, yeah. So um, this is actually... This was my seventh book. Um, Midnight Mom was my sixth. Um, I I have a book coming out next spring. It's due next week, so I'm finishing oh, writing it up. And uh, and I can't release title on it yet. It is the next official work from our little family ministry that we do. But it's the idea of continuing that connection with your heavenly Father and how you can know Him very um, personally. So I'm excited okay. about that. Book. Love that. I'll look out for that, and I look forward. I to I do. I do. I'm being very um, close to the vest about it, uh, but it, it's going to expand. I think it's intended to expand this very work. It's, extend, it's intended to expand uh, the, the uh, 100 devotionals. We're going to get some uh, deeper uh, yeah. into, into the attributes of God, I think, and what, who God really is and who God is, uh, wants to be in a dad's life. Uh, and then, uh, but uh, it'll be, it'll be a little while, uh, but, uh, it's something we're working on. We've got, we've got lots of stuff up our sleeves. That's yeah, right. I love, I love that it's a family endeavor too. You guys are really, you know, following God and what he's telling you to do. So I love yeah. that. Well, tell everyone where they can find the book and, um, Absolutely. you already told them where they can follow. So I guess now they just got to go. Find the, book. Find the book. Yeah. So actually it might be simplest just to go to one of those web pages, um, midnight mom devotional.com. We don't own midnight dad devotional.com. Somebody owns it. I know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. so if they start at midnight mom devotional.com, it okay. we've got them linked. They can get to about the get. dad stuff too. So it's there. Um, and then that has all the links where you can buy it in store and online. You can find it on Amazon and Barnes Noble and Target and Walmart. And it's in a lot of the places and definitely online in all the stores. Perfect. Right. Thank you guys so very much. Is there any last advice you'd like to give maybe to uh, the mothers? Oh, and yeah. Their, their um, yeah, sure. Um, you know, I will share some of my dad's wisdom because that's really the best advice that I have. And that is, um, you really just get to honor people because of who you are, um, as a person. So 
I honor my husband and I respect my husband, not, not always because I feel like everything in life is perfect and everybody feels honorable or respectful or all those things, but because I get this opportunity to show who I am as a woman who respects and honors position. And, um, wait, I feel like I need to say that, but different before people are like, well, she says you have to honor your husband because you do, (laughs) you do, you do, but, um, you know, I feel like dads deserve honor and respect. They just do. They just do. And you can teach your children how to honor their father. Like scripture says, honor your father and mother by modeling it. So the more often you just get to speak up to a dad rather than speak down to a dad, whether it's your husband, your brother, your own father, it just teaches your children how to show that honor and respect for the role that they carry for the position of being their father, for the position of being, you know, the dad in their life. So I think that's a great, very practical way. And it just kind of maybe start with tone. (laughs) I try to think seriously, I feel like that's where too, as a mother, if we're going you know, you're busy, busy, busy. And then you kind of, your kids are tend to end up being the focal point, but same thing with like my, my parents, I think they modeled that they put each other first and they centered that in Christ. And then, and then it was about the kids. (laughs) Exactly. And um, you know, if you get that off balance, everything kind of falls apart, but you know, you bring that up and I know we're kind of, we're like ending, but also I feel like I should say this and honor my dad in another way. My second book that I wrote was called Love Unending, Rediscovering Your Marriage in the Midst of Motherhood. And it was how I had forgotten how to be really a wife while I was busy being a mom. You know, I was kind of like, I'm going to need you to be an adult man and take care of all your own business because I'm (laughs) focusing on our kids right now. And eventually when they don't need me as much, I will turn back to you and I'm sure it'll be great. But really, that's not how it works. So I went to my dad, this guy here on this interview, and I was like, Dad, I just don't know what to do. Like, how do I continue to be this like um, person who remembers to be a wife when I'm busy being a mom? You know, what what advice do you have? And it's so cool um, because dad looks over his shoulder. We're at his house. He looks over his shoulder to see if my mom's listening. Like he's going to tell me some ancient family secret. <laughs> I was like, have you been withholding wisdom? Like what is happening? And he's like, you just got to do what I do. And I was like, what do you do? Because my whole life I have watched the man who wrote this book model what it was like to be loving in all seasons and all circumstances. I don't think he ever yelled at me ever for one reason. And I think that's just like a miracle, you know, cause I know who I am, but also, and I know who he is. So he, he says, you do what I do. And he says, you treat each day. Like it's the first day of your marriage. Uh, not like it's not like it's the hundredth, not like you've been doing this for 15 years. Not like you have a list of all the things, but like, how did you look at your husband? How'd you look at Jared? You know, Desert, how did you look at Chris? How did you look at them when you first fell in love? How would you speak to him? How did you ask him for things? Were you like, get the towel? I want to get our kids out of the bath. Or were you like, <laughs> or were you like, hey, sweetheart, when you get a minute, you, you know, that towel, you when know, you, when you have time, <laughs> when you have time. I'm soaking wet. It'd be really great. But um, so, you know, just going back to those simple things, they're not new things. That's the thing. None of this is new. It's just all the stuff you did before and you forgot or you set aside, or you got too busy to do. So, you know, the way you speak, the way you, and these are things that show your kids, show your family that the dad is worthy of that love. And it, I think that goes a long way in encouraging him. 
Oh, that was so good. I love that advice. I also, as we're mirroring this too, I think it is important because as a dad gets closer to their heavenly father, they then emulate the father, which then is an example for the children to then be the dad that they're supposed to be. So it's just, it's a domino effect and that's why it's so important. So I appreciate you guys for writing this and, and really helping dads out because there's a million books for moms, but we got to start raising up our, our dads and, and the men in our lives. That is so true. That is so true. And, and, uh, uh, when we, when we realize that when we begin to, as we said before about, uh, reaching out or uh, encouraging dads, um, that we realized that there, there weren't a lot of books mm-hmm. for dads. Um, and we wanted to be, we wanted to be able to reach out and touch a dad where he needs, where he needs that relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's what this book is attempting to be. That's what it will be. That's wonderful. Well, thank you guys for taking the time to talk about it and, and for everything that you're doing for moms, for dads, for, for everyone. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I appreciate that. And thanks again. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. It's been an Pleasure honor to, to be talk here. to all of your listeners and just chat with you.